Hey, you. Are you a business owner? Are you tired of the same old look and feel of your organization? Well, maybe it's time your business had a makeover. That's right. Whether it's a new or refreshed logo, business cards, publications, or any other digital design, we know the place. Danny LaRosa Design. Let me repeat that. Danny LaRosa Design. Danny's up to the task, whether it's big or small. She's fully qualified in visual communications and vastly experienced across Australia and abroad. We've used Danny LaRosa Design, and let's just say the customer comes first. You won't be persuaded or pushed into a certain direction, but at the same time, if you're looking for inspiration, she's the person you need to contact. Let her brainstorm with you to get the perfect product and outcome that you're looking for. Stand out from the crowd. Don't be afraid of change. New is good. Danny LaRosa Design. You can find her on Facebook and Instagram, and her handle is at Danny LaRosa Design, or one word. Website is www.dannylarosadesign.com. Make the change today. What the hell are you waiting for? Sam, welcome. Today, we're going to be talking about things to do whilst on lockdown during this COVID-19 pandemic. Now, today's going to be a bit more of a casual episode, um, less facts and figures, and just more advice and tips and just things to think about and things to do whilst um, you know we're in a time where we're not able to physically go out and do too much or venture the world as much as we'd like. But you know what? I think uh, we've got to look at the glass half full and, you know, make a positive situation out of something that's quite negative and quite devastating so far. Anyway, Sam, welcome. How are you going? Thanks, Terry. Yeah, yeah, great. Yeah. um, Yeah. Getting a bit bored indoors, uh, but yeah, I can't uh, can't complain too much. Week one down and yeah, hopefully not too many to to go. Yeah. So um, just touching up on that, I'm still, as of we, as, as of speaking right now, I'm still subject to my self-quarantine rules after coming back from the United States of America, subject to the Australian government um, requiring us to stay at home for 14 days. So after today, I've only got five more days left. I actually just can't wait to leave uh, this compound that I'm trapped in. I mean, I'm not trapped in it, but I mean, I can't leave either. So I guess technically I sort of am trapped in it. Um, but yeah, I mean... In my uh, seven or eight days that I've had to spend here so far, I mean, working from home has been a big one. Um, that's, that's occupied a lot of my time, but I've got a few things that I've, I've done in the meantime in my spare time that has sort of got me through and kept my sanity and I haven't lost the plot just yet. Or have I? Mm, questionable. Yeah, it is. Um, so we're going to be going through that this episode, but just letting you know, um, around the world, I'm not too sure. Every government's... Um, sort of reacted to this COVID-19 a little bit differently and they've either put the restrictions in gradually like Australia have done or they have um, implemented them in sort of one or two goes uh, and and just basically uh, ripped off the proverbial band-aid in one pull. Um, What are your thoughts around the world with uh, how different governments have reacted to it? I mean, you could probably um, relate to Italy or even shed some light on what Italy's done and and even some of those uh, surrounding European countries Sam. Mm, yeah, well, obviously, yeah, like you said, a lot of countries treating things differently and taking different approaches. Um, I think Italy's been in a full lockdown for, well, I reckon it's gone on a good four weeks now, almost, um, which I think they've sort of had to do anyway because of the, the death uh, the death rate 
increasing and the um, aging population over there. So they have to sort of protect everyone and keep them indoors. Um, I think a lot of, yeah, the other European countries are, are doing similar uh, or having bringing in similar precautions now. Um, even Spain, I think, um, yeah, has got a, a full lockdown pretty much over there now too. So And uh, no travelling between countries because that's just going to make the situation a lot worse. Um, yeah, it's massive. Yeah. So, I mean, Australia, yeah, we, like you said, <clears throat> we've sort of had the gradual approach of, you know, slowly, slowly implementing stage one, two, um, and I don't think we're at three yet, are we? Pardon? I don't think so. We're not at stage three yet, uh, according to ScoMo. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, so I'm not too sure um, what classifies a, a stage to be renumbered or progressing mm. from, say, two to three. But, yeah, um, I still think from, from what I've heard and, and from where we are at currently, we're still at stage two. And yep. I think the, so far what they've implemented um, has, has worked. Um, it, it's slow. It's slowing the growth. It's just stemming the curves ever so slightly. I mean, it still is unfortunately going in an upward direction, but it's not on such an, an incline. And, yeah. and I mean, we got to look at that as a positive. I mean, we're doing what we can. There are going to always be a, a few exceptions to the rule. Um, and those people are called idiots. Um, <laughs> And, you know, still fart assing around around the beaches and trying to get a tan, which is cancerous. I mean, do people not know that you can get skin cancer? And, I mean, just doing just general bullshit that is just not required. You do not need to do this to live life. Just Hold stay on. home. Yep. Bloody hell. No, you're right. Um, but, yeah, as we speak right now, Italy is still dominating the, the total amount of deaths. Mm. We're recording one-third of the deaths real worldwide right now. They've got 10,000 as we speak, and there's a total of 30,000 deaths. But strangely enough, the U.S. have just unbelievably blitzed everyone in terms of confirmed cases. Mm. Uh, however, what they're doing is, is that they're, they're doing a good job. I mean, all right, regardless of the amount of cases they've had, and especially in the last week or so, it's climbed so heavily. But... Um, they haven't recorded too many deaths from it. So mm -hmm. that's, some, that's some positive news there. I mean, we've yeah. got to look at it with a positive spin, but at the same time, we've got to be realistic. And I mean, the amount of uh, cases that, that have climbed since the 22nd of March, which was seven days ago, one week ago, we had 337 cases confirmed, right? One week mm -hmm. ago. Yep. And it took three months to get to that point, roughly. Yeah, yeah. Since the 22nd of March, we've had another 300 and 25,000 cases confirmed in the space of seven days. Yeah, so we've yeah. nearly doubled that in five day, in seven days, sorry, from the total figure previously that took three months to get to. So mm -hmm. it is an exponential growth and something to be aware of. Um, so that's just a little update there for the facts and figures. Um, I did promise at the start of the episode that we weren't going to get too much into it, but I think it's always good to put it, things in perspective as well. Um, and, and speaking of Italy, um, given that they've still got the most amount of deaths, they've um, the residents have, have, have kept a pretty positive mindset. I mean, it took a long time for the, the population to understand what this is and, and the beast it is and, and how deadly it can be. But because they live in very compact, um, I guess, you know, compact living sort of arrangements with a, a apartments and on top of each other and, you know, it's a dense population around the CBDs and that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. Have you heard some of the things they've been doing to pass the time and obviously to, you know, um, keep keep things positive? Have you heard, Sam? Yeah, I've seen a couple of things on social media. Um, pretty interesting. There was one guy that had, uh, he was a DJ. He set up a full uh, 
uh, a deck there and uh, stage speakers on his on his balcony. Um, yeah, nice pioneer decks. Or uh, I'm not sure. Could have been. Uh, yeah, it could have been pioneer. I think. Uh, shout out to pioneer making good uh, quality audio audio equipment. Um, so he, yeah, he was uh, you know cranking the tunes and um, the whole the whole neighbourhood there was listening and had a few strobe lights there and you know a bit like um yeah, right. Heinley, Heinley Street uh, what it used to be on a Saturday night. Um, yeah, and then what uh, music think, was he playing? Uh, what was the first track? I reckon it was uh, maybe an Avicii uh, track. So you know, a bit of uh, a bit of that trance housey sort of um, sort of gear, which is which is good. Um, yeah, so that was yeah. interesting. Keeping uh, you know keeping people's uh, morale you know up sort of thing, and um, probably the older residents wouldn't have been too happy there. Might have been. No, nah, definitely not. I think yeah. um, just to, just to obviously make it up to those older residents, he must have played some. Um, I think he played like a Tarantella with a dubstep remix, into it. <laughs> just, uh, just to get the oldies up and about and uh, yeah, get, yeah. The, get the legs moving and the blood flowing. Yeah, that's it. Maybe a bit of Andrea Bocelli there as well for a bit yeah. of opera with yeah, just a nice twist to it. Um, yeah, so that that was interesting. Um, and then also, I think they were doing a. Um, I'm not sure. I think it was in Italy and maybe Spain as well. Doing a, a, like a, I guess, not aerobics maybe sort of class or some kind of fitness class. Oh, yeah. that was um so there was an instructor you know on the roof somewhere and was just uh showing people what to do and people on their balconies getting getting active which uh yeah it's good to good to see people are making effort anyway exactly and I, and i think some people did um some opera singing off their balconies um oh, just yes, yes, yelling out right. to the public and i mean not yelling but singing and, and some mm. people joining in and, and singing yep. all the classics i mean over there yeah i'm sure the andre bocelli's and all that sort of stuff would just be going up completely off whereas over yeah. here you know yeah crank a few jimmy barnes's and <laughs> what about me's by shannon knowles and yeah eagle rocks eagle rocks and get your get your kid off <laughs> um i mean that um, that would uh that'd be up up, every, up everyone's alley i reckon um yeah definitely but yeah any, anything to, to sort of shed some light and i mean when you're confined to an apartment um you are a bit more restricted where you don't have mm. to back out for that extra bit of room. But, I mean, yep. still, they're, they're making something out of nothing. And, unfortunately enough, for, for today's day and age, we've got all we've all got entertainment hubs in our pocket being our phones. Um, a lot of us have got the internet. Um, Spot on. Most of us have got a television. Um, so, there is something there. And, I mean, th- those um, alternatives, or those sort of entertainment devices, are great for those that are living alone. But if you're not living alone, you've got family members or, or your miso or, you know, your, your siblings or whoever you're living with or a couple of mates, mm. you know, sometimes turn those off and just chat with each other. I mean, that, that's, that's just right. good fun too. I mean, have a couple of drinks or eat your favorite food if you're not into alcohol um, and just have a laugh because, I mean, it's it's the things like that we need to get morale up. And we all, we all got to know and acknowledge that we're going to get through this. I mean, yeah. The human race have not lasted, you know, thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, if not even millions of years, um, mm. you know, overcoming certain obstacles. And this is just a little, another little hurdle that we're about to overcome. Um, yeah, that's right. Fortunately, the hurdles may not actually take place in Japan this year in Tokyo, <laughs> but this will be the hurdle that we might have to uh, replace and, and, and jump over. I mean, I think we'll yeah. get through it. It's just going to be a matter of time and, and for people to sort of wipe the sleep away from their eyes and realize shit, this is serious, let's do what we can right here, right now, limit the damage and get on with life. That's I right. mean, not only are people losing their lives, which is first and foremost the worst thing possible, but also people losing their jobs, 
unable to provide for their families, unable to, or struggling to then even um, buy the basic necessities. And then you've got those other dickheads on the other side of the spectrum who are comfortable with their jobs, got enough money for a rainy day, but yet buying 50 rolls of toilet paper. Yeah. Un-Australian. Grow That's up. right. That's it. So we've just got to really look out for each other. And from what I can tell, from what I've seen on the news and stuff, people are being a, a, a bit more friendly to each other than, than what they'd normally be. I mean, like yeah. I haven't left the, the, my house um, since I've arrived back into Australia. But from what I've seen on the news, like, it seems as if it's sort of um, we're getting over the hill in terms of um, every dog for himself um, and, and sort of helping each other out and, and being conscious and, and being smart to the fact, nah, let's not catch up for dinner or – Let's not go to each other's house. Let's let's do something different. Let's let's um let's do like a little teleconference on you know Microsoft Teams or or Zoom mm. as uh, they've been some of the popular applications or you know FaceTime. Let's just all like chat over through there. I mean, we all yeah. Uh, if you want to catch up with the boys for a drink, I mean, instead of doing that, let's we could just do it online. I mean, what's That's the right. difference? We all come for our own home. Don't have to get dressed up or do our hair. Mm. Um, and pick our favorite alcohol. Yeah. Um, and don't yeah, have maybe to um, your tight yeah. ass mate to shout you around, and you, you just right. got to in there. Instead of having a beer, you know, at the pub. Obviously, the pubs are closed here in Australia. Yeah, just um, catch up with your mates on on FaceTime or something. You know, have a beer. Um, maybe cook yourself a schnitty or something, just to make it seem like you're at the pub. And yeah. I mean, well, there's not much to gamble on, but I think uh, sports vet you could probably gamble on the the weather and things like that uh, <laughs> at the moment. So yeah, I mean, you can always do that. There's no um, no pokies, unfortunately. No um, hitting the maxi on the Shogun, but I'm sure Unfortunately, you... unfortunately, because it's well, probably better that the uh, people keep the money in the pocket at this point in time. Yeah, uh, true, but each to their own. I mean, yeah. some people like having a punt. That's true. <clears throat> but yeah, as you mentioned as well with the schnitzel, so for those out there that obviously don't like meat or can't eat meat, just get around those tofu schnitties. I mean, <laughs> I heard they're pretty average, but I mean, if you're yeah. against meat, then go enjoy some average quality food so that's right yeah um but yeah i mean there's there's so many things to do and i mean so far so i'm just gonna let you know what i've been getting up to whilst in lockdown so i, I did mention at the top of the episode that you know i've been working from home and that's been occupying a lot of my time during the weekday so monday to friday um between eight to five i've been um working from home and, and fortunately enough being an accountant i have that ability to do so and, and the firm that i work for um has been happy for me to do do that and they've actually also pulled the pin on um having a physical location for the time being and everyone in my office is working from home um so that's all well and good i mean it throws up a few little curveballs in regards to communication but we're doing that through teams uh, microsoft teams um it's a pretty good application and it sort of ticks all the boxes for what we need and you know nowadays with uh trying to implement paperless um sort of environment and, and save those trees. I mean, um, think before you print is, uh, is the motto that I sort of live by. Um, and, uh, yeah, read on the screen and, and yeah, be electronic because I don't think we sort of need physical, tangible paper as much as we did um, once upon a time. So, yeah, right. um, working, it, it does throw up a few challenges in terms of communication because you can't just walk into someone's office and ask them a question. You sort of have to like um, formally, you know, um, create a time that they're available and, and, and conduct a conference call. But nonetheless, you still can get the job done probably right. in as quick as fashion, but you can get it done. So, yeah, that's that's obviously um, 
taking up most of my time during the day, during the weekdays. But then after that, you know, before or after work, I've been going for, like, fortunately enough, I live on a, a bit of a farm. So I've got 11 acres. I usually go for a walk in the morning. Um, and, you know, of course, you know, chuck in some headphones and, and listen to this, this sensational podcast that we're recording to you right now. So, you know, if you're ever th- stuck on things to do, y- your first port of call, of course, and I mean, you're already doing it because you're smart enough to listen to this right here, right now, is to get around Turning Stones podcast. And if you just somehow, some way forgot our handle, it's at Turnstones pod <laughs> on Instagram and Twitter. Spot so on. yeah. Um, I'm getting around that, listening to some podcasts, going for a walk, and I'm ticking off a few things. Not only am I uh, satisfying my ears with some audio candy, but I'm also stretching the legs and um, getting some fresh air. For mm. those of you that do not have a farm or enough area to walk around, um, may I suggest still listen to the podcast, of course, and maybe just maybe just get on the floor, do a couple of push-ups, do a couple of sit-ups. Um, any home little exercise is good for you and it's good for the soul. Maybe a couple of air squats. Um, mm. That's all well and good. Um, yeah, and I, I think that exercise is important because we can all mentally occupy our mind. Um, uh, you might feel bored here and there, and I have felt bored in, in some times, um, but I think physically we need to be active as well because th- that would also give us a mental cognitive boost. Um mm-hmm. So, yeah, I've been going for walks, a bit of exercise here and there. Then also I've been getting around a couple of movies and TV shows. Uh, I do have a Netflix subscription, but, I mean, if you don't have a paid subscription to a service, um, if you have internet access, you can go on YouTube. And the amount of YouTube sessions I've gone on where I've gone on to watch a specific thing and it's turned out that I've ended up staying on there for two hours watching some irrelevant crap and, and you know, having a little chuckle, Um and you got your free air TV, which has been pumping out a, a lot of decent content. Um, obviously, there's a couple of press conferences daily in regards to the coronavirus. But it's also good to watch those as well and not stay away from them because I think you can't shy away from that. I mean, mm. we do have to keep aware and alert. Um, what else have been getting up to? Hmm, it's a good question. Sam, you got any idea? Yeah, well, um, yeah, it's good to obviously, yeah, keep your mind sort of... Um, entertained and doing things in the, in these tough times um yeah it is you know it's really important to to keep your mental health in check um when you're sort of confined to your house like you said uh, you know us working from from home it's sort of you know your monday to friday staying at home though um which it, i don't know it does it throws up its challenges like you said so it's very hard to um get into the swing of things but you just got to try to keep your, your mind um, occupied. So um, getting jobs done around the house as well, that's another, uh, you know, simple one, you know, whether that's it be mo- yeah, mowing the lawns or doing some gardening or, um, you know, oh, there's plenty of How things. How can I forget? That's uh, it's one thing I do love to do is uh, mow a lawn or three. Yeah, um, three. Yeah. It's actually soothing. I mean, once again, mm. chuck your headphones in. Of course, make sure it's a Turning Stones podcast and uh, away you go. Make sure you clip those blades of grass and, you know, just Mm. take your time and and, and also absorb some vitamin D if you're able to get outside. And and once again, if you're in an apartment and you've got a little balcony, get out there. Um, Have a look. Do a couple of star jumps or whatever you want to do and just get amongst it. Get some fresh air into you. um, Get some sunlight into you. Yeah. Um, And gardening also is a great little... uh, mental treat um mm. like you can just sort of escape things and concentrate on the things at hand and sort of ignore everything around you good one yeah. sam 
Oh, thank you. Yeah, it kills a bit of time as well, which, I mean, you know, sometimes that's all we need to do on even on the weekends when, you know, there's not much to do. You just got to keep yourself occupied, you know, maybe start the barbecue up, cook, uh, cook a feed. Um, mm. I just uh, cooked uh, a nice couple racks of ribs uh, yesterday for a few hours just with the offset smoker, uh, American style there. So, yeah, there's, there's plenty plenty to do. Um, Thanks for yeah, any. <laughs> well, unfortunately, you're uh, in isolation. So, if if you wanted to foot the thousand dollar bill that you would uh, you would be faced with, then yeah, happily come down if you want. Yeah, it's a, a thousand plus another twenty thousand from the federal government. So, uh, yeah, oh, twenty one thousand. Nice. So mm. that's uh, that's an expensive rack of ribs. <laughs> Big time. <laughs> were they were they worth it? <laughs> oh yeah, probably. Maybe maybe not quite. Maybe fifteen thousand worth. I don't know. I heard that were garbage. Oh. That's, the, that's the rumor going around the street. Well, there's no not many people on the street, so yeah, it could be full of it. <laughs> Very true. Um, um, yeah. Any, what else? Any, what else? Top bed? Well, I, yeah. I mean, like I said, mainly for me personally, I've just been yeah doing things around the house and and whatnot. But I mean, there's a lot of other things you can do. Um, you know, you can you can do a bit of yoga if you want, if you're into that. Um, you know, I haven't personally done it before, but apparently it's really good for your, for your mind and your, your soul. Um, so, you know, for YouTube uh, tutorials, or I'm sure there's some, uh, online platforms that you can stream that kind of stuff. Um, I love, love soothing the soul. Yeah. I mean, hot yoga as well. You just crank the, a heater on or something. I don't know how that works, but yeah, I'm sure you can, you can work that out. Um, you know, sometimes, like yeah. Sometimes, um, just you know, having a golden gay time soothes the soul. And for <laughs> so some of you that don't know what that is, it's an Australian um, delicacy. It's an Australian ice cream. It's delicious. Mm. It's just delicious. Mm, yum. Almost as good as a maxi bon. Oh, oh, not quite. Oh. <laughs> you know what? It's too unfair to pick out of those two. I just have both. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I'd I'd save up my pennies and buy both and just mm. Mm, wow. True. True. Mm. Um, um, I've yeah, also well, been getting my Maria Kondo on, and uh, I've been decluttering my room. So I've, I've been oh, putting nice. off a few little uh, chores, um, you know, whilst I've been living life prior to COVID nineteen. And you know, you always got those things at the back of your head. Oh, I'll get round to it. I'll get round yeah. to it, and you never do. Um, mm-hmm. And now this is, it's been the great opportunity where I have uh, decluttered my bedroom and you know chucked out some unnecessary things and and some of the clothes I don't wear anymore. I've um, donated them to goodwill and and to those that that are in desperate need of of clothing so i'll I'll make sure that it never gets completely chucked out something gets reused and it's it's one of the three three hours of um of uh being environmentally friendly to recycle reuse and reduce so um i try and live and breathe um that motto and and those three hours so yeah decluttering is massive and you know what once you declutter something you actually feel really satisfied and you feel less Mm. claustrophobic i mean my bedroom's not tiny but it's not massive it's um it feels bigger now that i've uh, got rid of a few little things and uh the wardrobes are a little bit less uh, occupied and you know you gotta love being organized i mean even those people that aren't organized or they're a bit messy i still think if they had a preference i'd love to be organized so maybe Mm. make this is a good opportunity to to sort of um, take some baby steps in that path. Mm. Great. Actually, um, one that would be right up your alley to do while you're in isolation, Terry, uh, is learn a new language. Um, I know you like to get into your German, yeah, and, uh, yeah your Italian uh, at times. Mm. So that, that'd be good, you know. You could uh, go with something, I don't know, completely different, you know, Fijian or something along those lines. So 
a lot of platforms you can learn uh, new languages uh, with, even on, you know, there's apps on your phone and whatnot. So practice those on the family. They probably have no idea what you're talking about, but um, yeah, that's a, that's a good one. Yeah, ich spreche ein bisschen Deutsch. Sehr gut. Wunderbar. Very nice. Yeah, so, um, yeah, you know what? That's actually a great um, idea there, Sam, like mm. in another language. And there are a yeah. couple of websites that are very user-friendly and they take very small steps in, in just t- teaching the basics to the, v- to the very advanced. And a lot of them are actually free. Um, so you don't even have to fork out any money out of your pocket other than just basically a um, bit of electricity to fire up that particular device, whether it's on a mobile or a computer yeah. and, and just the internet. But, yeah. I mean, other than that, I mean, learning something that you could potentially um, – uh, utilize it at a later date. I mean, I've been to Germany before, but now with uh, a couple of my little um, <clears throat> words that I've picked up, mm. um, I could go back there and sort of blend in with the locals. Maybe have a couple of pints of beer and, mm. um, you know, pork, feast on some Schweinsachse, which is mm. uh, pork knuckle, which is mm, delicious. Wiener schnitzel. Ah, Wiener schnitzel. So good. Großartig essen. I just mean it's a, it's a great food. Brilliant. Yeah, that's good. That's yeah. It would be you know it'd be handy. Hopefully one day, um, in the near future, we'd be able to actually you know continue traveling overseas. It's uh, it's unknown at the moment when we're going to be able to do it. But hey, mm. be prepared, learn the language, and yeah, um, go from there. Time will tell. That's for sure. That's right. Um, and I've also noticed. I mean, in Australia, we do have some um, bizarre weather where it's some heat waves or some torrential downpours and, and we do have a, a few dust storms here and there, a lot of wind here and there and whatever. But I do notice amongst all that, some people have some dirty cars. So maybe it's mm. a good opportunity to bloody wash your car, wash your Spot vehicle. Yeah. And, and don't go, obviously we don't want you going to those, uh, self-serve, uh, pressure washer places or being, uh, a, a lazy fool and going to a, um, a service station and just sitting on your ass and, and, you know, basically just paying, you know, your 15, 20 bucks and um, letting them wash it for you. I mean, every now and then that's okay. I mean, if it's really severely dirty, maybe that's the first um, port of call to get mm. some of the severe damage off and then just fine tune it yourself. But I think as, as part of getting outside, seeing some sun, bit of exercise, wash your car. And it's actually cheap if you do it yourself at home. The most yeah, expensive thing would probably be having to buy a sponge bucket and some uh, car wash uh, liquid. Mm. But once you've got that, you've got endless car washes at your disposal. And, of course, water. I mean, yeah. water from your, your house is a lot cheaper than the bottled stuff. I mean, I think they're charging about three bucks for, you know, 2,000 megalitres. So you're laughing there, mate. I mean, you're not going to use that much water in your car. And, uh, um, yeah, and, and once you've washed your car, not only you get a little, little workout out of it, you've seen a bit of sun. But you also get a nice, uh, really good-looking car. I mean, even if it's right. uh, even if it's a little Kia Rio, who cares? If a Kia Rio looking clean sometimes looks better than a Holden Calais, dirty as fuck. Yeah, true, true. Shout out to the guys. They make some quality uh, car washing products. Send us, uh, send us some our way if you you know if you're listening. Anyone that works uh, for that organisation. But no, you're right, Terry. Get some sun. Get your car washed. Chuck some tire shine on it, and um, you know, take a few photos for for the gram or something, and upload and yeah. whatnot. And if I mean, if your car's still not that great, I mean, luckily enough for you, Instagram's got a few filters to give it that extra shine <laughs> and sheen. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, potentially Maguire's may be a sponsor, so yeah, I, I don't think you might need a filter with those sort of cleaning products. Wink, no. wink. You're right. Um, what else can we do, Terry? We maybe uh, maybe sit outside and do a bit of bird watching. That's uh, apparently a bit of 
a trend that some people are doing. Uh, it doesn't sound too interesting to me, but um, <laughs> some people might uh, get a get a kick out of that. Well, actually, you know what? Funnily enough, you might because you know I don't mind hunting. Um, so you know, bird watching for that that sort of purpose mm. might be might be fine. <laughs> but obviously, um, making sure that you're operating a firearm and you're licensed to operate a firearm. It's a legal firearm. It's a registered yep. firearm. Uh, making sure that you're shooting in a um, shoot-friendly area away from anyone in the public and away from any uh, sort of development or, you know, um, certain population and making sure you're shooting the right birds to shoot and nothing mm. illegal. So, what yeah, kind I mean, of birds can... are up your way man, uh, there, Terry? Uh, we do actually have a few birds that are restricted, um, like a few galahs and that sort of stuff, uh, that, and they come depending on the season. Uh, mm. We've got a lot of pigeons, um, yeah, yep. um, a lot of piping shrikes and and maggies uh, here and there. Yeah, if, weirdly enough, ca- occasionally get the old the old uh, lost seagull, and you sort of try and tell it to piss off and go back home because <laughs> it's lost, and you're sort of helping it out along its way, but... Yeah, um, can't do too much shooting where I am. I sort of have to go out more up bush to, um, you know, um, mm. get that get that excitement behind the trigger. But yep. um, yeah, I, I do have a uh, firearms license, and mm. um, first and foremost, safety is number one, and also to abide by the law because I believe that the legislation we have here in South Australia, and also in Australia with with firearms, is quite good, and also it does prevent any. Uh, sickos out there from um getting behind it i mean there's always a black market and there's always um a few little uh exceptions uh to to the rules and the the laws and there's always a few um non-law abiding citizens that are always going to break those laws but yeah i think uh you you can't make them illegal because then there's going to be too much of a black market but the way we have made it legal i think we've uh it's not a foolproof or bulletproof no pun intended but um it's it's doing what it can so yeah bird watching's great um mm-hmm. bit of hunting if you've got a property to do so but i mean maybe just postpone your, your hunting trips for another time so we just we still want people staying at home yeah um yeah so but outdoors i i really do emphasize people getting on the outdoors because i mean mm. what what an outdoors we have in australia it's great right. yeah i mean we do have some of the harshest terrain in the world and some of the harshest predators being you know some of the deadly spiders and, and mm. snakes and so on and so forth but we do also have some picturesque sunsets, and you know it, it's just great. I mean, just mm. love this place. Love well, it. I mean, if you got the yard backyard to do it, I mean, you could even set up a campfire. Um, you know, a bit of a little bonfire and toast some marshmallows or something. Uh, get the guitar out, sing kumbaya yeah. or something. Um, yeah, that's another another idea too. You probably got plenty of room to do that out your way, Terry. Maybe a massive bonfire would be yeah, um, would be right. Yeah, but also we do have fire restrictions um, in South Australia, and I'm guessing in other states as well in Australia, and and even worldwide, depending on where you are yeah. around the world, that there are fire restrictions. So from, mm. uh, I'm pretty sure from first of October to the first of April, um, it's it's a fire ban. However, yep. it, between those other months, um, you are required to obtain a fire permit if it's if it is a massive bonfire or if it's just a little one that you can contain. Mm. Yeah, by all means, I mean maybe put it in a barbecue and just yeah. have a bucket water just in case shit hits the fan that's right um but yeah i mean that sort of stuff's great and and speaking of barbecues and stuff you did mention that you chucked on some delicious ribs well mm. so you say they're delicious but i mean oh they were yeah i'll have to find out once these uh curfews <laughs> and restrictions are over but uh yep. 
Yeah, I mean, in terms of cooking, um, if you always wanted to perfect a certain recipe, or you know, you, you've you've always wanted to make a sourdough bread or something like that, I mean, mm. now's the now's the opportunity. Get stuck Bloody in the kitchen. I mean, yep. all right, yeah, some of the uh, materials and ingredients might be a bit scarce, but I'm sure you can still obtain something and and cook up something. Hit the internet, find the recipe, and and have a go. I mean, who cares if you waste it? You can still eat it. I mean, as long as it's edible and you haven't uh, completely stuffed it up, but. Give it a go and 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 try something different and 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 cook for the people mm. you live with or if you live by yourself, um, anything that you cooked and it didn't quite turn out well. I mean, you you your harshest critic. I mean, eat it and, and learn from your mistakes and, and go again or you know, um, do some meal prep like the gym junkies like to do and, and cook for a week in advance and then you've you freed up all that cooking time to do something else. So uh, I love getting stuck in the kitchen and I've been uh, Snapchatting a few of my mates and, and friends. Uh, some of my little adventures in the last uh, few days whilst being at home during my my little lunchtime recipes and um, little concoctions of salads and mm. certain proteins with whatever I've uh, whatever leftovers I've had. So yeah, I don't mind getting in there. And I'm not saying I'm I'm a whiz in the kitchen, but you mm. know I'm always learning and, and trying different things. And yeah, I mean the beauty of it is is that the hard work pays off. You get to enjoy a meal out of it. That's right. Yeah, nice, beautiful. Um. Yeah, that's a good one, Terry. I agree with that one. Um, another another thing that uh, I thought of too was uh, learning how to tie different types of knots. I don't know. There's a lot of people Actually, out there that enjoy that's, fishing that's great. and whatnot. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I enjoy a bit of fishing. So, um, you know, tying up rigs and, and knots with the fishing line, that's always uh, good to good to get a, a bit of practice in and learn some new ones and even just with rope and whatnot if you're an outdoorsman, just a bit of practice on that. Um yeah, Terry, do you get out, out and about enough to, you know, do a bit of tying of knots and ropes and whatnot? Do you know, funnily enough, since I've grown up in a market garden and securing loads on like, utilities and trucks and stuff, mm. um, nowadays they use a lot of these uh, mechanical straps, which just makes yeah, things a lot easier. Straps, yep. um, and they're just really easy now to use. But prior to the that sort of technology being implemented in the last, say, I mean, it's been around for ages, but... Mm. Um, Practically speaking, that's only sort of come into the play last 10 years or so. But prior to that, um, used to secure loads th- through rope and, and, and tying knots. And I was really piss poor at knots. Like I'm still to this day not the greatest. But if you want me to secure a load, I can get it done. It just doesn't look pretty. And uh, it's maybe something I might have to take up actually. Um, I've always been taught, but I just never had a passion for tying knots for some reason. I mean, mm. the, the greatest knot I ever had a passion uh, for tying is uh, my shoelace. But um <laughs> Even that's a bit of a nuisance, and and since uh, I learnt back in, you know, the nineties, I've uh, opted for certain shoes without laces because mm. I can't be bloody stuffed. And uh, yeah, but no, nah, look, um, that's 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 probably one of my weaknesses, Sam. So yeah, yeah, um, I probably need to sort of knuckle down on a few of those. And and I guess one knot I actually am good at, and without bragging, is uh, a tie knot that you wear for with a suit or a shirt. Um, oh yes, is I that do a double Windsor or? Well, you know, I actually have learnt uh, a few uh, um, tie knots. Uh, so mm. whether it's a uh, half Windsor or a full Windsor or four in the hand or mm-hmm. you know or whatever you want to call it, but um, yeah, I've learned about three or four uh, um, tie knots that not only do the job but they look fucking awesome. Yeah, nice. Yeah, um, the full Windsor. Is my preference, or the double Windsor, as some people call it, which, yeah, I think that looks really nice and presentable. I haven't had to do one for a while, for a week at least, so well, actually a yeah. couple of weeks now. So yeah, hopefully we don't forget um, how to how to do our ties up when we go back to work, Terry. 
Yeah, I know exactly. And uh, <laughs> oh, hopefully we just implement a new uh, policy and maybe just yeah. don't have ties at all. But nah, look, I like ties. They look neat and they look they look classy and and sophisticated. Yeah, that's right. I mean, you know, looks is one thing, but actually delivering that sort of service is another. And you know, fortunately mm. enough for you and I, we we do both. We look that's the part right. and we play it. Yeah, um, yeah. Have you? Uh, all right. What else we got? Social media. Have you have you seen a few of the challenges going around on on social media, um, Terry? Yeah, I have actually. I've, the one in particular is the uh, push up challenge. Yep. Um, do ten for ten. I I really don't understand where it started and, and what mm. it's all about. Maybe it's to get people active and, and to to brag to other people they can do ten push ups. <laughs> ten seriously. I mean, if you're in your twenties and you can't do ten. I mean, like, yeah, yeah, get out there and start doing them. But uh, right. to be honest with you, yeah, it's a it's a little bit of a, a piss fart. Um, <laughs> I, I'm not I'm not going to do it. I've, I have been tagged in a couple of videos to do ten, and I've just apparently you haven't. You, apparently you can't have, you can't do ten push-ups. That's why. No, I can't do ten. I can, I can do I can do a hundred. Um, <laughs> maybe not maybe not all in one go, but uh, <laughs> yeah, no, look, I can do ten. Um, yeah, and, and and don't don't give me the peer pressure to do to record mm. it. Um, I don't need to yeah, brag to the world that I can do ten. As long yeah. as I know I can sleep safe and sound that night. Um, mm. But uh, I mean, look, it's good. It's getting people engaged. Um, I can do that sort of that, that part. Um, yeah. And yeah, you know, encouraging other people to get out of their comfort zones to mm. to do that sort of stuff. Whereas, um, you know, if you gave me another challenge to like make ten coffees in ten hours or something like that, uh, that's something I could get get around. And, that one, yeah. 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 What are, what other social media challenges have you seen? Um, the toilet roll challenge. Um, What's that? The, well, I've seen I saw a few uh, soccer stars just juggling a, a toilet roll. Um, like you know, as in oh, a soccer yeah, juggle. Um, yeah, a few of them are, uh, have uh, you know gone gone into a high amount of juggles there. So now it's interesting to watch um, when you see some professionals do it. Not so interesting when you see some amateurs like, you know, say myself or someone doing it. I, I haven't done it as yet, but um, probably wouldn't embarrass myself to, to do that. <clears throat> but that, yeah, it's an interesting one. Um, a bit of entertainment for, you know, people as well. So yeah, it's a, a good one. I'm just going to throw this out to the listeners. <laughs> let's make our own Turning Stones challenge. Let's, let's do mm. to the public. That's, and as you mentioned previously, it sounded boring, but you know what? This could go viral. This could this could be actually quite entertaining. Let's all do a bird watching challenge. Let's <laughs> all get outside and spot a bird, and and, and either take a photo or record a video of, of a bird, mm-hmm. and and see if you can um, uh, identify the particular bird you have located and spotted, and send it through. Tag us mm-hmm. in at Turnstones Pod and. Uh, yeah, it could be a thing. And I reckon, what, what hashtag should we use? Maybe um, bird watching challenge, just all yeah. in one hashtag. Right. I reckon that'd be pretty cool. Sounds and then good. we'll tag in a few mates and, and see what birds we can get. Mm. Um, obviously, yeah, don't want to uh, piss off any eagles or hawks that could swoop you. But uh, <laughs> yeah, we, we do want you to stay safe, but uh, get outdoors and have a bit of fun. And we mm. could actually make one of the most boring things you've mentioned, thanks for that, um, actually quite entertaining and quite fun. And, and, and it'd be great if it went worldwide because we could see what other birds and species are out there. True, true. Uh, and obviously, uh, if you do see a bat, please don't eat it. <laughs> take a photo if you want, but don't eat yeah, it. Yeah, take a, bird, uh, a photo of it and, and let us know what kind of uh, species that or variety that particular uh, bird is. Mm. Um, but yeah. Fruit bats around. Mm. Um, also thought that you could read a couple of books. I mean, mm, it's a bit old yep. school. I mean, if you're not into actually physically using your eyes and reading, there's audio books. Um, yeah, audio books, yeah. So if you 
happen to have listened to all of our podcasts and you're just still dying for some um, audio to be shoved in those uh, eardrums of yours, then yeah, get maybe get around an audio book. Book. Some of them are free. Uh, most of them you still have to pay for. So just be wary of that. Um, yeah. Got to be cost conscious mm. in these tough times and, and making sure you're, you're saving money for a rainy day. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people are probably um, dabbling into the, the stock market or, or those that love doing it. I mean, not a lot of people, yep. but some of them are. So just to make a bit extra coin and sort of capitalizing on this, uh, well, I don't know if it's opportunistic time, but you yeah. know, a lot. Basically, the, the the common trend uh, worldwide is that everything's been going down, whether now's a good time to buy or not, or you're waiting for it to go down even further, or we're, we're not financial advisors. And yeah, no advice from us. I'm to give you advice on that. Um, but I'm guessing, you know, after watching that movie, The Big Short and the global financial crisis of 2008, when mm-hmm. prices did go down, there were still people making a fair bit of money out of that. So, yep, yep. I mean, it's very sophisticated. That is something you can do or or maybe even an opportunistic time to not invest or waste your money because maybe keep it for a rainy day and keep it just in case you either lost your job and you need it to survive and pay your rent, pay your bills and, and pay for your food. But maybe do a, do a few little online courses or do some mm. reading of t- how the stock market actually works and how it reacts and, and yep. when it's price sensitive and when um, it goes up or down and, and why it goes up or down. I mean, sometimes it's not all necessarily when they release financials and, and when profit e- exceeds expectations. Sometimes when a profit exceeds expectations, it doesn't actually go up as much as what mm. people think because there was anticipation right. that it was going to exceed expectations. So basically, it has been in line with expectations, you know, things like that. You've got to sort of understand it's a lot of a, it's a very a mental game as well, the stock market. Um, definitely, definitely. And yeah, you, you have a lot of those investors that, that panic and, and just quickly sell off to sort of, because they are liquid investments, they sell off just to quickly get some cash in their pocket before shit hits the fan. And I'm guessing a lot of people have done that um, through this, uh, this crisis because uh, so many stock markets around the world have, have lost, you know, thousands of points. Um, around there so yeah feel mm. feel sorry for those that have heavily invested into it but i mean it's one of those buyer beware um sort of types of things but uh yeah stock market or understanding how that works it could be something yeah, yeah. and 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 speaking on that learning something so learning a language but you could also do it like a little course um whether you know pottery or crafts and arts or you know mm. you wanted to fine tune your, your business uh knowledge because um, I think, you know, being accountants, right, we're fortunate enough to have that sort of knowledge and how to read a profit and loss statement, um, a balance sheet, a cash flow statement. And, and we, we're, we're able to understand the language of business. And I think mm-hmm. not only is that essential for our business, but I think it's also very important just for your mum and dads out there or, you know, your, your, your investors or even just your standard tradies or whatever you are in, in all walks of life i think it's important to have some sort of business knowledge out there and 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 Definitely. what is overpriced or underpriced or um can you see value in something or you know just just so you're a bit more i guess neutral neutrally positioned um and, you, and you're not sort of uh putting a disadvantage to yourself whether you are buying a house and you you're sort of getting ripped off there or whether yeah. you're selling your car or just have an appreciation for money, how it works, mm. interest rates, and, and that sort of stuff, just the day-to-day basics. I mean, yeah, yeah. that's essential. Spot on. Yeah, typical accountant going back to the figures and business-related uh, uh, events. But yeah, no, that's, that's good uh, good advice. Um, not financial advice, of course, but good advice. So yeah, no, it's, it's real world stuff and 
um, yeah, can be applied to everyday life. So, of course, yeah, it's great to great to get that under your belt. Um, yeah, just on another note as well, I mean, if you do have a partner, um, probably now's a good time to um, spice up your life a little bit, be a bit more <laughs> romantic, cook her a meal. Um, maybe, I mean, if you're the male in, in the relationship and you, you don't do a few things, maybe make the bed and, you know, just... <laughs> You know, put the washing on randomly and just be spontaneous. Um, mm-hmm. Be cute, um, and yeah, get, make sure things do get a bit heated. And and obviously, of course, uh, you know, making sure that your uh, opposing partner doesn't have uh, the COVID nineteen. And oh yeah, you know, um, and in those intense heated times, you know, um, go all out. But then, mm-hmm. you know, in other parts of the day, probably keep your distance. But when it's when it's your time and it's 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 coupled time. Um, Go your hardest and yep. and make make sure that she's uh or he he or she um depending which uh, gender you are that they are special, um and they mean a, a hell of a lot to you and obviously given that you can't leave the house or well yeah you so, you sort of can here in South Australia but you know mm. only for the essential things but given that you spend a lot of time at home with um people and your and your loved ones and that sort of stuff or whoever you're you're living with making sure that you know you give them the attention and you know yeah, yeah. Uh, let you appreciate them a whole of a lot more, and I think that's a, it's a great opportunity to do that as well. Mm, some great advice there, Terry. Thanks for that. I, I'm no love doctor, but uh, <laughs> yeah, stuck on some ideas, I can sort of help you out in that department. That's for sure. Mm, excellent. No, that's that's good. I think um, yeah, I think we've given the listeners a, a fair few options there. Um, anything else to chuck in there, Terry? Or I'm actually well. There's heaps. I mean, you could do yeah. like read. Uh, make a model aircraft or mm. bloody decorate the house, put Christmas decorations up. Cause I know some people around the world are putting them up just to shed some positiveness um, around the world. I, I remember in New York before I left, uh, I watched the news and just for people to keep positive, they're putting mm. Christmas decorations back out. Like All right. a few yeah. of those uh, lights and stuff out the front of the house, just to, mm-hmm. just to put a bit of a few, a few smiles on kids' um, faces because kids will probably be quite confused why they can't go to school. If yeah, yeah. school's banned or like what's going on, they don't fully appreciate the circumstances. They're like, you can do I, I can go through a whole bloody list oh, yeah. like can go create a bloody virtual party with your friends online mm. uh, have like an online karaoke session write some poetry do crosswords fly a kite all that yep. crap but I think you've just got to use your imagination and That's we're right. in a day and age mm. where if you are bored I mean maybe it's okay to be bored for a couple of hours That's okay I mean maybe yeah. being bored you sort of use your head to think of things to do and you actually sort of induce ideas and creativity that way but it's very rare to be bored in this day and age with, with um, the technology that we have at our fingertips and mm. just the things that we can do. Um, yeah. Obviously, right. having food being able to be delivered through Uber Eats or other takeaway uh, vendors and online shopping and all that sort of stuff. Like It's a, it's a time now where it's so convenient. Um, so, yeah, just take a deep breath. Maybe have a few extra sleep-ins if, you, if you're not mm. working from home or if you're a bit out of work or even, even on the weekends. Just get some rest. Yep. Um, yeah, a bit of a mental break on a, on a few things too. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, we, we've covered most of the topics, I think, anyway. Um, yeah, that's it. But uh, the one thing I am getting, um, looking forward to to get stuck into is the, the bird-watching challenge. And don't think yeah, I've forgotten. Get around it. <laughs> Hashtag bird-watching challenge and making sure that you're tagging in at Turnstones Pod on Insta and or Twitter. So I can't wait for that. Making sure you uh, watch those uh, flying beasts in the air. Beautiful. Thank you, Last Terry. Last one, Sam. Sorry? Any last words, mate? 
Last words, worst comes to worst, you just, you know, crack open a bottle of uh, vodka or grab a beer or make a few cocktails like I did last night and just have a, a night in. But, um, yeah, I think we've we've got a few options there. So just uh, try to keep your mental mental health, uh, you know, at the front of your mind and try to keep sane through these tough times. But, um, yeah, that's it. Hopefully everyone will tune in next time and, like Terry said, get involved in that bird-watching challenge that he's, uh, he's come up with. So, yeah, thanks for that, Terry, and uh, we'll chat soon. Thanks.